Welcome to Professional Idiots, a podcast meaning our need for work and our want for entertainment. I'm your host, Chris Flynn, joined by my co-host, Aaron Simon, and producer Brad Whitaker. What's up, guys? Yeah. The sky. The sky. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's, let's my just... blood alcohol levels. Well, that's, yeah. That's normal. I was, I was there earlier in the week, so I, I'm very, very much sober right now. Whoops. Yeah. I I went out for drinks Friday night, and I don't think I've recovered. I had three liters of beer. That's just a lot of liquid, it's, let alone well, beer. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot both ways. Um, it was fun. I just don't recommend it for the day after. Yeah, no. The, the day after is tough for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Drunk me looked ahead, though, this week, as uh, I took good care of myself. Made sure to have some Gatorade, some water. Woke up feeling pretty hydrated, ready to go. Yeah, as long as you get, I mean, Gatorade's good. As long as you get some sort of, like, I don't know, we have, we have Picari sweat here is what we drink. But as long I'm as you sorry? get that, uh, you, yeah, repeat that, please. <laughs> we have, uh, Picardi sweat is what we drink. Sweat? For sweat. Look at and, and, and Bacardi, as in like. No, 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 not, not Bacardi, Pocardi, P-O-C-A-R-I. Here, I'm, I'm linking you to it. And I was... Um, that, that's much more it? different than what I thought it was. It's uh, it's sweat, of course. I mean, we drink sweat here. I mean, that's that's most drinks include sweat. So Well, it is the most natural way to get your, your liquid, is to just drink it from the source. And in this case, sweat. Yeah. So yeah, we have the. It's basically. And now you broke my Google. What the hell? Ion. Yay. <laughs> Ion supply drink. So this is what you need if you're feeling too negative. Yes, it's okay. really good for that. Yeah, if you got too many electrons going on, then you throw it in there. I mean, you need your electrolytes. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's it's pure electricity. Dude, that's and sweat. Awesome. So it's like Pikachu juice. It's Pikachu. I mean, that's how that's where it comes from. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that makes Pikachu a lot of sweat. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you drink that as long as you're pretty hydrated. I, I, I haven't really gotten hangovers. Uh, if I'm hydrated, I'm fine. But if I wake up and I'm like, I immediately know what the cause is. If I wake up with a hangover. Oh yeah. And. Uh, it's, it's that's too- never in question. It's just the fact that it happens. Well, I'm stupid, so I forget wh- yeah. why. But then I remember uh. immediately when I go to the bathroom, and it's like, I yeah, can't see we're, the no, we just we we don't need to hear about your bathroom habits. Brad, tell us about your bathroom habits. Like the 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 readership, <laughs> the listenership wants to know. I get I get dozens of emails a day. Saying, you know, we really I, like your your sure. banter on all the <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> all of the topics that you guys cover, but we really want to know about Brad's bathroom habits. Well, that's. I mean, I'm not going to give it all away in one episode. Yeah, I mean, and it's like Aaron. Aaron, it's fair. like you're segueing perfectly into our our actual topic for the week. I, I he, he he planned it that way. Yeah, I know, totally. You're just I talking planned, about that. I'm just uh, that smart. 
I mean, all those, all those emails, all that truthiness that's all coming of, out of you, Aaron. All of the emails. I, I get so much truth from the emails and the Twitters that I don't really need to read any sort of, uh, reports because I'm a smart guy. <laughs> or like get second sources or anything no, like that. No, right? uh, no, no, no. Right, that's, that's for yeah, losers. You're a smart guy. That's for losers. Yep. We're winners losers. here. We're winners. We're here. giant winners. Everyone comes up to us Huge. on the street. Huge. Huge. Big league winners. And, you know, I, come, I get 17 at least people a day come up to me and they say, <laughs> you're unprofessional idiots. I go, yeah. And they go, you're a big winner. And I go, I know. You don't need to tell me. Loser. Uh, we're going to be first on the firing line. So he's a loser. <laughs> So, Aaron, you want to kind of segue that then into uh, the, the pizza story for the week and, oh, and catch our it's so catch our listeners sad. up. You you got this one, man. You got this. No, I, I want to hear your take on it, especially well, after the weekend that you've had. Uh, all right, and you're already sad. So. <laughs> so 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 sad. So you know how humanity is like half a step away from being a ch- like chimpanzees ripping each other's faces off. Well, recently, there's some just batshit idiots online who have decided that any and all references to pizzas in the Clinton emails are references to pedophilia. And that some pizza parlors in the Washington, D.C. area are... Uh, the centers of pedophile ranks. And so one brave patriot has, he took it on himself to go to one of these pizza parlors and quote unquote investigate. Because Alex Jones, that, that very intelligent individual who has really got a, a, a solid grasp on reality, uh, said that someone needs to go and check it out. So he did, and he brought his rifle in and started firing shots. No one was hurt. But, thankfully. um, yeah, thankfully. And so, you know, with that, humanity as a whole took another step back toward being chimpanzees and ripping each other's faces off. And, um, so the New York Times had an article with, or an interview with this guy. And, uh, there, there was one line in the interview, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember the exact line, but it was something to the effect of, uh, and then he got the internet installed in his house and decided to investigate more. Oh, good. And it's, uh, uh, you know, like one of my hobbies as a, as a person, and because I have a fixation on insanity, because that is my fear that I will go insane is to like read up on conspiracy theories. And most of the time it's like the weird ones, the harmless ones. Like there's a guy who thinks that all mountains are actually tree stumps and they're like, yeah. (laughs) So like up until 18, it's like 1812 or something like that. You had these giant silicon trees in the world, and right. then there was a nuclear exchange that cut down all of the trees. Right, right, right. Yeah, and uh, somehow related to this, uh, canyons are not natural formations, they're the result of mining. Okay. Of course and, they are. And 
Oh, God. Five, Wait, so the, it makes sense, though, because all the trees on mountains are not actually trees, but branches. That's Yeah, that's exactly what... Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, so, yeah. so the reason why, though, I think this is important is that it's not just, like, weirdos on the internet, and it's not just the fact that he came in with a gun, even though that is a big part of it, is that this was, like, retweeted and supported by major figures. Yeah. Who have influence and who can reach more people than just a handful of lunatic nutjobs on the internet. Yeah. And do you know, you know what is enabling them to do this? Uh, our president-elect? Well, that, but also social media in Silicon Valley, which is why in the Simon administration... I will ban social media from the United States. I will erect a great firewall around our nation. That will go swimmingly. To keep everyone safe. Vote Simon. No, I want internet. Well, you know, you'll still have the internet. You just won't have social media. That's that's not that bad, is it? It's just you're just losing some social media. I mean, really, how much how much time do you do you snap the chats? Think about that. You don't. You don't. You don't. I really don't use social See? media. See, exactly. You don't need it. No one needs it. It's unnecessary. I Wait. will keep people safe. No, he already I... agreed with me. He already agreed with me. <laughs> But if I do something great, I want to tell other people how shit their lives is. Well, what we will do is we will erect giant billboards all around the country. Okay. And you can call in to a dedicated hotline because we are also creating jobs. Right. And these call centers will, will display whatever you want to be seen. This is just the same thing. Just you're privatizing it. it no, we're we're make we're uh, nationalizing this, Brad. We're nationalizing this. Okay, back and to uh, Pizza World. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. So, so okay. So full disclosure, though, I I don't I haven't been following the news because it's been kind of hectic over here. So I mean, Eric did give you the pretty much the rundown. Yeah. Is no, that, that is. Like, that is uh, legitimately true, is that a guy yeah. lost his marble or was believing the rumors on the internet that were circulating that a pizza place in the D.C. area was a hub for child pedophilia. Went in there with a uh, – was it the AR-15? Because of course it is. Yeah. Or some it, sort of rifle. It was an AR-15, I think. Well, of course it was. But <laughs> went in with – a high-powered rifle, fired shots in the restaurant, demanding to investigate said pedophile ring, and was then arrested. Did, did, and, did they find the pedophile ring? There well, was, no, because they knew, the pedophiles knew this was going to happen. And so they hid everything. I, yeah, I, I hear it again, and I can't believe it's a real story. It is, and what, uh, it's just, uh, Well, like, which... It kind of goes, though, into the the second story that I was uh, listening to this week was NPR's Planet Money episode about fake news. Well, so did, they, did the pizza thing generate from one of these fake news sites, or was this a conspiracy yeah, theory? Because there is no, a this, difference. 
Uh, that I am not sure of. But in any event, if you want to research as I tell the other story I, here. I don't I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. <laughs> oh, come on, Aaron. It's fun. Oh, man, go on. Uh, let's see here. According, it's, it's conspiracy theory, it looks like. Ha! I win! Humanity is total garbage! Anyway, so the, the fake news thing, though, because it kind of ties together of, they track down this reporter, and he's a lunatic. No, of, you, you can't say reporter. Well, that's he was. His, that's the funny thing, though, is that he was an actual journalist. I don't remember saying that, was he? Yeah, he was a yachting journalist. Uh, was he? Uh, all right, now let's. He was. was he, he like did reporting for some like sailing magazine, and started the fake news sites on his own to supposedly. Was he a copywriter or was he a reporter? He was an actual reporter, I believe. He just wasn't making a lot of money, and then wanted to troll Republicans, as he so said, yeah, and realized I, he could make a shit ton of money doing it. It was the it was the worst justification for anything oh, I think sure. I've ever seen. And anyone with half a damn brain would just know that this guy is doing it to make money and has no concern for the repercussions of what he is doing. I mean, um, when he owned an absolute let's, let's, host of... Let's, let's define this a little more for listeners who don't know what's going on, because I think this is just going to turn into you and me. Yelling at each other but agreeing? Yeah, vehemently agreeing. Um, so, <laughs> Oh, it, I agree with you more. <laughs> so NPR tracked this guy down after um, doing some actual investigation by like looking up DNS records and tracing shit and found him in like a suburb of denver i want to say i think so that and, sounds right um so they interviewed this guy and asked so why are you doing this and his initial answer was that he wanted to expose uh basically say crazy shit well he wanted to his i'm saying his justification as close as i can remember was to expose, like, the proliferation of fake media and the lack of, uh, legitimate media willing, being willing to debunk it. And so what he would do is he would come up with these websites and start spreading the stuff. And so he tried initially to spread stuff on like both uh, left-leaning sites and right-leaning sites. And according to this guy, anytime he did that on a left-leaning site, it got debunked and fizzled out pretty quick. But when it came to forums that were on the right, and then he started saying um, specifically Trump supporters, the the media, the whatever article he put up would just be spread around like wildfire. No yep. matter how ridiculous it was. And so the, he played around with trying to figure out how to make these websites as believable as he could. And he landed on the idea of doing something like the Detroit Reporter. So he would choose a name of a city, throw in like your typical, uh, as a usual small town newspaper qualifier, like Inquirer, Reporter, whatever, Telegraph, mm -hmm. whatever. 
throw on like some local web weather APIs and just start hiring people, freelance writers to churn out these bullshit stories. And he is the guy responsible for at least running one of the stories about the Clintons personally, I think personally murdering someone. That is completely false. <clears throat> and so NPR... No, it's not that he he just rekindled that, because that's been around for a hot minute. Okay. So um, what what NPR did was ask him, well, do you think that you had... You, you, <laughs> you are culpable for any... Uh, change in the election, like influencing people's opinion, and he was like, "Oh no, no, I'm sure I didn't." And, oh yeah, no, and, for sure not. Yeah, of course not, because reasons. And I, I just, uh, and they were like, "All right, well, how much money are you making on this?" And the guy said, "Well, some of these fake news sites make around thirty thousand dollars a month." And they asked, "Well, is it fair to say that you make around that?" that that applies to you. And he goes, that's fair to say. And he wouldn't go into specifics about how much he's pulling in every month. But the case, the point is in the whole thing is this guy is got this ring of fake news websites and a certain set of people just eat up everything because it's confirmation bias. And then you have the more dangerous people like Alex Jones, who have a millions, like millions of followers around the country. And then he picks up on a story like this pizza parlor thing that came out of God knows where, some cesspool on the internet. And he starts talking it up and like, I, well, I've, I've seen these places. There are, there are satanic pictures everywhere, and you know someone's got to go in and and check it out personally. And I might do it myself. And it's just scary, man. He has half a million followers on Twitter. Jones. Yeah. Well, I wasn't meaning that in terms of Twitter. I mean, listeners. Well, but, but I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying though that of one outlet that he has. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. He has his own motivational quotes in well, meme form on his so Twitter feed. There it's was, uh, there's a great, pretty great, there's a great book called Them by uh, a guy named John Ronson. And John Ronson's a British journalist who... Uh, is the guy who wrote The Men Who Stare at Goats. Um, a few other books that are really, really good, but Them is, uh, I think the subtitle is Adventures with Extremists. And in what, it, the whole thing is him going around to different people and trying to understand why they believe the way they, the things that they do. And there's one section where he, meets Alex Jones. And this is back in the early 90s, I want to say. Maybe late 80s, when Jones was still like a local radio host in mm -hmm. uh, Austin, Texas. And, uh, so the, he... Oh, wow, I was way off. This was originally published in 2001. Never mind. Anyway, so he, he still meets up with 
Alex Jones. And um, Jones at this point was going on about some conspiracy about a thing called Bohemian Grove, where supposedly all of the leaders of the United States would meet together and take part in these debauched orgies and satanic pagan rituals and ba da ba da ba And so Jones, John Ronson, and someone else, Alex Jones's producer or someone, uh, they go to Bohemian Grove, and before they get there, it's in some campground in California. Before they go there, Jones has this elaborate plot to sneak in through, like, cutting a fence or something like that. And John Ronson, being the affable Brit, just goes, I don't know, I'm sure it'll be fine if we walk up to the gate. And Ooh. Jones is like, no, no, you can't do that. And John Ronson's like, no, it'll be fine. And so they split up, and John Ronson walks up to the gate. And they go, oh, are you supposed to be here? And he goes... Yes. And they let him in. <laughs> and so it's just a bunch of people getting drunk. It's like, I think, I think he saw George H.W. Bush there. And it's just a bunch of old guys getting drunk and trying to be frat boys again. And, uh, throughout the entire thing, like, Jones will pop up in bushes with a shaky video cam. And check in on John Ronson to make sure he's still safe and then disappear into the bushes again. Good. But it's, um, that's the caliber of person that is, that we're talking about. And I would just like to say on the record that I've been calling this man dangerous for a long time, but no one has listened to me. Point. You were, sa- you were Aaron saying something, Aaron? Simon. Do it. I hate both of you. <laughs> yeah, no, you I don't. You love us. You, you love us, Aaron. Don't lie. Burn forever. So, yeah, fake news. That's fun shit. And uh, I, 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 I don't know. Like, how do you combat this? What do you, What do you think, Flynn? Brad? What do you guys? More think? fake news. More fake news. Yeah, yeah. Drown out the fake news with more fake news. No, I think you right. just have to keep debunking the fake news. And just keep finding them out. Take them off the ad platforms. I mean, Google already did, which is a start. It's not certainly not the solution. Well, but the NPR or the guy being interviewed by NPR. Aaron, you still there? Uh, yep. All right. The guy at NPR did point out that even though Google did remove his sites from their ad platform, he was approached by a bunch of other ones. So, debunking and hoping that they are removed from their sources of revenue is all well and good, but that requires some hope that humanity is at the heart of it all reasonable. Uh, And I don't think we are. I don't think there's really much in history that points to that. Yeah, well, and I just think we have to keep calling out our friends and the people that we can actually have the personal connection to of when, you know, your crazy aunt posts crazy shit on Facebook or your crazy friend or cousin or whoever. Somebody that you can actually reach out to and say, hey, no, that's dumb. You're oh. wrong. Oh, did you – kind of sort of related to this. Did you see the, the that Glenn Beck came out as, like, saying Trump is scary? 
I mean, Glenn Beck all and, of a sudden found reason. I don't know what's wrong with And he said something that. positive about Obama? Did, I, I, it, I, I, we, yeah, how, how long was Aaron's warranty for? I don't know. Why don't we take a break, uh, reset Aaron, and then we'll, we'll come back and talk about something that'll hopefully cheer him up. He's, Glenn Beck is, he's, he's all in that. Welcome back to Professional Idiots. We have Control Alt Deleted Aaron and Reset the Power and uh I'm very glad that you guys remember to just reformat because that was <laughs> that was the core issue. There was some at some point one plus one equals three and I just it couldn't handle it. Yeah. So so we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole again. We're gonna talk about something uh much more enjoyable uh for our second half this week and talk about Luke Cage. And I'm going to start off by saying I really loved it. Yep. So. It was very good. Um, so, Brad, you haven't... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me... Yeah, I mean, I liked Luke. Luke was a fun character. Uh, the cage that he was trapped in, I I think there's some uh, symbolism it, it going was, on there. It, there was some heavy symbolism. Um, With the cage, yeah. What, what do you think about the cage when it turned into a giant spider. What do you think about that? I was a fan. I was a fan. Yeah, you thought that was that was a that was a bold I, move? I it was, but I think it was also the right move. It was, because that really moved the cage past how, how long do I have to do this? No. Well I I no, I thought it was a good show. Um I liked the uh, I, well, all right. So one of the things I liked about the the cast of that is that everyone in there, like I had known from really smaller roles, and it was nice to see them in larger roles. Yeah, in media. Um, so like the guy who was playing Cottonmouth is uh so brad you you we were talking before we started that you started watching house of cards mm. uh so he's he's in house of cards as remy he's a lobbyist in that show and it was nice to see him go full crazy in luke cage he was good and that was a I... very that was one of my favorite things about the the series is every actor in the series had really good crazy eyes yeah, I mean that was that's very true. Yeah, and uh the the big bad of of the first season was uh I I really liked because when it finally clicked, I got super happy because he played a kind of a small part in Wolfenstein the New Order as a delightfully unhinged African gorilla. Oh good. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was good. I, I I liked it, and as we kind of talked about the last time, uh, the small scale of everything was nice, and I don't... Well, I think it, it just makes it much more engaging. Yeah, and it's it's nice when you don't have a giant blue, ble- blue beam coming out of the sky as the deus ex that they have to stop. Well, yeah. 
because that's that's getting old. Getting I mean, real it's a fast. real villain, and it's a real it's real stakes. And I mean, I agree. The Blue Beam is a real villain. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Blue Beam gets a bad rap. I, you know, I you, you say that, but I think. Uh, our listeners will agree with us that the blue beam should be shut down. It is nothing but bad for America, hmm. and uh, it, it there is there is nothing redeemable about the blue beam. The only guy that I don't like from the show is it didn't. Sorry, I shouldn't say didn't like, but I just couldn't take seriously was Shades. I'd just like to point out that Fled refused to play after that moment. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, mm, "No, I'm going to put down this block and I'm going to pick up another one." <laughs> Because have you guys seen uh, Sons of Anarchy at all? No. He's in, I, of... He's in that, and I just can't take him seriously. His character's name was Juice on that show, and he was kind of a sniveling like weirdo of the group. Well, he was so. still a weirdo on this show. but he... So that actor, uh, going back to it, like he's been in a lot of stuff, and I cannot remember his name. What is his name? I don't know. But he's one of those character actors that it's just nice to see. Like, for me, he pops up in something, and I go, oh, cool. What is his name? Theo Rossi. There we go. Rossi. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Theo Rossi. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's a good one. And... Ah. I dig it. So, so did you finish going the to, thing? Oh, we did, yes. Oh, I, I binged, like, six episodes today. It was fantastic. Oh, all right, nice. Oh, wow. You're, like, fresh on. You're, like, I'm oh, ready yeah. to discuss this. Remember <laughs> oh, that yeah. one scene 13 minutes and 23 seconds in? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad, no, why, it would was, you, uh, why would you send that, Brad? <laughs> You're gonna have to post that into the into the site, into the the blog post. Just, just mm-hmm. so I will. I was gonna oh, do that God, anyway. That's painful. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what did you guys then? Uh, going to Kyle's question. Uh, are you guys interested in any of the DC stuff they're doing, like Gotham? Absolutely not. Nope. Me neither. Brad? Good question, Kyle. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, send in your questions. <laughs> for, for us to ruthlessly make fun of. Well, I know, like, I don't, you have to have some kind of attachment to DC for that, and I don't really ever recall having an attachment to DC. Like, I yeah, like Batman, but never beyond just kind of a passing superficial thing. Whereas, like, Spider-Man I've always really liked, because he's a nerdy guy. and Well, they're, like, funny. real people, sort of. I, well, I mean... I mean, like, they've at least put some, you know, some sort of effort into some sort of character. I mean, Batman's just a grumbling rich dude, and Superman is Superman. Wonder Woman, I mean, she kind of has some character. We'll be interesting to see her new movie, but... I'm not I mean, gonna, who's directing that? I I don't know. I I'll probably see it. Why? I don't know. Why? Did you Seems see? Like a thing to do. Did you see Batman v Superman? 
I did not. Patty Jenkins is the director. I have no idea who that is. She did Monster? R- really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's okay. Well, if it's anything like Monster, it's going to be great. <laughs> well, that's okay. Looks like She actually she wrote Monster, too. Huh. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. How about that? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. It, I think the thing with DC is it's still, it's got the, the taint of Zack Snyder on it. And nobody wants Zack Snyder's taint on them. No. And I don't, I don't care. I don't care. And like Gotham, what? It's, it's about, what is what is Gotham about? Is this the one it, with like it, it focusing it, on Jim Gordon? Yeah, like when he was a young scrappy detective, I think. No one cares about that. I I think it's interesting. What all right, what do you think's interesting about it? I don't know. It's like nice to see the like the human element of a superhero. Like but, how especially like you everyone knows Gordon. It's Kind of a nice origin story for someone who's not a superhero. It's, it's kind of interesting to me. All right, have you watched it? I, no, I'm not going to watch it. But, <laughs> I mean, it's oh, it's it's an interesting thing to think about for like ten seconds and then move on to something else. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's but I mean, same, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, just at the same time, like, I know they put, they try to, like, sneak villain, like, Batman villains into there. I mean, so. they don't exactly sneak. They, they pretty ham-handedly cram as many of them in there as they can. So, that kind of, I mean, I, I get why they would think that would be appealing to everyone, because they're like, oh, yeah, I remember the penguin from, from Batman. <laughs> like, is he the one oh, yeah. that has the thing with plants? Penguin? Yeah, he's like the one that poisons you with plants. Okay. Alright, thanks. Yeah. I, you know, I thought that was the case, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he, I mean, depending on which Batman, sometimes he also freezes people. I, that makes sense, because penguins live on the ice. Mm-hmm. And I think they eat ice, right? That's how they. That's how they live. I think they eat other penguins. Other penguins, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're cannibals. Every, <laughs> uh, it's a known fact that every penguin is named Hannibal. Remember, everyone, fake news is great. Well, no, these are facts. Yeah. All right, you so, can, you so can look them up. What, you can, you can, no, no, Aaron, no, Aaron, you can look them up as on the internet on a websites. Aaron, Aaron, yeah. hi. Have you have you watched Westworld? Yeah, I have watched Westworld. I finished it. Did you finish it? I did finish it. Brad, do you uh, know what Westworld uh, even is? Uh, well, like, are we talking about Europe or U.S.? Because <laughs> Asia's East, I know that. But like, okay, I don't, I don't know what. To okay, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. What did you think, Aaron? Uh, I liked, I really liked everything but the last two episodes. Why? I thought it was, it, it just fell apart narratively. Um, 
all of the reveals that they made felt way too paint-by-numbers HBO series. Like, oh, it's a twist! Look at that! Bet you didn't see that coming! And I think there were just better, more subtle ways that they could have played around with these characters and the way they ended everything. I don't know. I What else would you have done differently, then? Well, I don't want to go into the full thing, and I just had this conversation with my roommate, uh, like, three days ago. So Well, I'm, I'm not your roommate, and Brad's not listening to us anyway. Well, so. my point is, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> I like that line. It, I'll talk about it with my roommate, but there's, there's got to be at least five days before I talk about it. <laughs> well, I got to reach... I'm fine, fuck off. So, like, it, it goes into how how much, like, deep... Dis- All right. Basic... Good start. The, <laughs> let's go with, like, the most basic, superficial, like... Why did you make that choice in the narrative? So, Brad, are you going to watch this? Uh, let me shake the magic eight ball. Maybe. Shake, 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 uh, oh, maybe. All right. Uh, um, uh, okay, just type in chat when you're done. I'll take off headphones. <laughs> Wait, I got to edit it. All right, it. okay. Yeah, you got to edit it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're boned. <laughs> Well, okay, go ahead, whatever. All right, so the the thing that took me out of it at, like, first, and I could not get back into it because I spent the entire rest of the episode and then the episode after thinking about it, is why in God's name would you, as, like, the co-founder of a company that was founded by two people, and one of these two people was made dead in very odd ways. Why would you build a robot buddy to look, act, sound, and do the same things in the same exact way that your friend did? All of that means, why in the fuck would you try to make a robot clone of... Well, because he wanted to use his skill and ability to finish their project. Oh, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Why make it look and sound and act the same fucking way? Because life? it was his friend. It was his friend. That, he missed no, his friend. Oh, I, no, I understand that. I would that. make a clone of you, Aaron. Flynn, I would make a clone Flynn, of you. Flynn, I understand that. But how come no one else in the company goes, Hey, isn't that Arthur, Ar- Arnold? Arnold. Why Isn't that Arnold? Because they just knew. They accepted it. They've moved on. No one knew that he was a robot. No one knew that. Those, that was a new, uh, come on. He was a guy that was duped by the naked robot. No, wait, no, that, that was, that was a different thing. No one in the company knew that this guy was, like, no one ever said, does anyone ever tell you that you look exactly like Arnold? Well. And there was, they didn't know. They didn't know. So this company is so stupid. Everyone in this company is so dumb and unperceptive. Is that what you're look saying? At how, look at how old Ford is compared to everybody else. It doesn't matter. Their it pictures just, exist, Flynn. No, they don't. Yes, they've, they've they scrubbed do. the park. Outside of the one on his desk, they've scrubbed the park. Problem solved. Boom, no, done. Well, that Flynn. is the dumbest, laziest fucking narrative thing that you could possibly do. Yeah, well, it's true, so I win. No, that. <laughs> oh, God. Don't oh I hate arguing with fanboys, man. So like that was that was the first <laughs> thing that got me on Whatever, Mad Max sucks. 
<laughs> I know what you're doing right now, and it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm going to rise above you. So, like, that was the first thing that got me out of the entire show. And I will say, like, the, the hook that I liked and I really wish they had done something better with was the the fact that they were messing around with time the entire series. Like, um, I mean, that Nick reveal Boyle. was going to kind of have to happen either way. Well, and I feel like they they hold, did that hold with. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm talking specifically about McPoyle and <laughs> <laughs> McPoyle and uh, Dolores. Yeah, like I like that the time that time had sh- been messed with and all of that. Um, yeah. I don't buy that he changed into Ed Harris. I don't buy that. At all. Like, I think a better... Uh, uh, just a more fun way to approach that and less just really reachy way is just to have Ed Harris be this uh, other CEO that's probably related to... McPoyle's brother-in-law or his dad. Yeah, there you go. Make make Ed Harris McPoyle's dad and have them do this this showdown at the end. Make it a western. Don't try to do don't try to make this Interstellar again. I know Jonathan Nolan, you were involved in Interstellar, but you don't want to do this uh, again. It doesn't work. You're making a western show. Embrace the western. I feel like they did though. Pretty much by and large. Yeah, but they tried to make it too clever. And Not really. Yeah, I think did. that the only way that it that it got over the top was the actual reveal, like Ed Harris monologuing. Yeah, like exactly. nobody's business. And but that, that I think that the that twist entire is good, thing was just look at us. We're HBO. We need to have a twist in our show, otherwise you're not going to watch it. But it was a good twist. I don't think it was a good twist. I think it was I lazy. Do. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was lazy. You can't, that, you're just, you're breaking, there's, you're breaking the, the suspension of disbelief by doing that, I thought. And I, I don't know, like, I liked Anthony Hopkins setting the, setting the, um, replicants, hosts, free at the end, and then he got killed. I liked that. Yeah, I thought that, that was, was a good that move. was a, that was good, and I knew that was gonna happen, cause it's, whatever, but, uh, well, I like that it was. I liked his line of "it's choice now, not Arnold." I, like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't choice, though. Like, it was pretty obvious. I mean, it, I don't buy that not, it was choice. I, well, it, it's him At least trying for to push. Dolores, I don't think it was choice. I think it was, and I think it, like they emphasized that at the end with uh, Sandy Newton's character going, getting back off the train. That they have Who's choice. Is that is that Tim, Todd, uh, Timothy? No, Tim that was Cheerio. That was uh, the Mave, the the store or the oh Rahul. oh oh okay, gotcha. Well, now I, what I'm I'm just saying specifically in the context of all those robots in in the park at that time. I don't. Well, no, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying specifically for Dolores, I don't think that it was choice. I think he had her scripted to kill him and then maybe got choice. I don't know. But, I, yeah, I, like I liked I liked that little storyline thing. Um, 
that was good, but I, I just think the last two episodes had way too much. We're going to throw a twist in there because that's the only way we know how to end a series or a season. Yeah. And I, I'm, it, <clears throat> it's too Shyamalan for me. No, because Shyamalan sucks. And <laughs> those, man, I'm and, telling and his, you. And his answer is water. Watching so. those two episodes, that I walked away with the same feeling that I did for a lot of those movies. No. Yes! You're, no, you're wrong. I, oh, 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 I'm Chris Flynn. That's all I have right now. That's good. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Everything but those last two episodes I liked a lot. Um, well, fair enough. Just, I think they they should have been willing to embrace B-movie genre more. Because, like, I mean, the original Westworld movie is not by any means good. But in, in that it is a... Uh, yeah. That's <sighs> all I got. Okay. <laughs> I think we can kind of wrap it down there, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing else. The episode just peters out. <laughs> See, that's how HBO should do it. Just, just, just let it kind of fade. Well, then... like, so what I think my favorite HBO series that's come out, and really not even series, just season, was... Season one of True Detective, because they gave yeah. they gave the showrunner and writer and director time to let it you know take form and take shape, and they knew they let it be a standalone season, and they didn't do like a a dumb series of twists on the last two episodes to keep you come back for the next season, and then they shot themselves in the feet by by rushing. The next season, but that was a that was really well done, and I think HBO is hoping to to pull another Game of Thrones for Westworld. Is they got? Do I know what my favorite uh, HBO series is? Uh, it's a Kirby Enthusiasm. It's Entourage. Oh. And we gotta end this on a downer. Really? It's Entourage? No, it's not, you All idiot. Right. I, man! <laughs> like, my prime function on this podcast is just to fuck with you. Brad, what do you want to chime in? I actually no. like the Entourage.
Entourage is really All bad. right, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. We're shutting down. This is now the last episode. Twist. <laughs> no, honestly, my favorite is The Wire. I still haven't seen The Wire. I need to get out of that at some point. Yes. But I, the, the Wire is fantastic. I've heard The Wire is great, and then all I've seen is Game of Thrones, so Game of Thrones is fine. Yeah. That's it. We just I just played horns. <laughs> if you have a topic you want to hear us argue in circles about or get cut off by Brad and be a dick, you can email us at two professional idiots at gmail dot com. That's the number two. Or check out our blog at professionalidiotsblog.wordpress.com. Until next time, assholes, this has been Professional Fuck Idiots. You. Piece of shit. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's the agrocast. <laughs> <laughs> we even screwed up your own joke. Oh, yeah, well, whatever. Oh, uh, we forgot to... Do we talk about advertising? Do we get advertising? No. <sighs> I saw that in there earlier. You really think this show has advertising? No, no, someone put it... There it is. If we start advertising shit, they will think they just owe us. What? Yeah, I put in there as a joke of maybe if we just start talking about things during the break, they'll just think that they owe us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to do that. Like, Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to do a segment? Loot Let's do a segment about that. That would be fun. <laughs> Let's not walk away angry at each other. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to go to yes, sleep angry at your, at your spouse. We're all well, married, guys. <laughs> you're, you're like my cheap $2 whore. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of two dollar whores, the best whorehouse in town. No, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we know who's going to buy fake news around here, guys. Guys, do you know what brand I really like for their bold imagining of the way I should eat food? I mean, you could honestly crap. listen to. Craft like foods makes the, the cheese. No, you got to go and you got to like actually like pilfer the uh, the script from any other podcast that advertises for like well, me undies. No, or... I, I know what I know. I, I've listened to Maximum Fun stuff. I know, but or you could you could go the YouTube route and like, all right, I'm gonna unbox the loot crate for you. Oh, <laughs> check this out. I'm gonna oh, unbox this is a cool shirt. I, I think what we do is we choose a a very well known known product. My vote is Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. And we That's just good. relentlessly <laughs> advertise it. <laughs> <laughs> that topic's cheesy. Yeah. The mac- By the way, guys, <laughs> I'm eating some Kraft Macaroni and Ooh, Cheese Brad, right now. You're bad, Brad. <laughs> it is delicious. <laughs> well, we need to stop noodling around. <laughs> oh, noodles? Let me tell you about my dinner tonight. I'm gonna get some. <laughs> 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 so sad. <laughs> Velveeta can eat shit. It's, if it's a special <laughs> night. I pour hamburger meat in it. <laughs> hamburger oh. meats for my birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's better if we do something visual. I don't know what that is. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh.
Oh, hey. I, honestly, though, before I leave, uh, can you guys record next weekend as well? Um, why next weekend? Because uh, oh. the following weekend's Christmas. Oh, oh, that's right. You, you, the Goyam have a holiday. Uh, whatever. I think so. Let me check. One sec. I thought Hanukkah starts then too. Actually, yeah, it's well, it starts Christmas Eve, but it's Hanukkah, right? It's meh. so it's a holiday. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't. You don't go to shul for Hanukkah. But you should, Aaron. You should be a good Jew. No, I'm serious. I don't think they do services. <laughs> oh, you should just go anyway and pray. Mm. <laughs> just break into the synagogue. <laughs> That's what Jesus would do. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I can do that. I might be hungover, but... Uh, I, I mean, as long as you can plug headphones in, you're good. Oh, as long as okay. you can, like, you, plug your headphones yeah. in or whatever and yeah. record, you're good. Okay, uh, yeah, let me change this in my... Uh... Can you re-invite me to that so I can join it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, let me, uh... How do I edit just this one? Uh, you should just be able to readjust that one and say just this one. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Um, I just want to make sure I'm not gonna kill the thing. December 18th. Blip. Alright. Cool. That should be there. And that cancelled the series, I think. Ooh, there we are. Alright, um, so... Oh, and I'm gonna assume that the next day that we would be recording is the first. So we'll just, we'll start up again on the 8th of January. Ooh, no, no, because I, well, I mean, you guys can record, but I'm gonna be in Vegas. On the 8th? Yeah. That's when I'm flying out. I'll just go ahead and throw a calendar hit on there and you guys can... Replace me with someone. Okay. Easy enough. Yeah. Doug! Where are you, Doug? (laughs) (laughs) Doug's Jewish. Yeah, it works. (laughs) Okay, well, good Uh, enough. Brad and Flynn. Okay, alright. There we go. That should be set up now. I'm only in this one. I yeah, I literally just clicked save on the on the repeating one. So. Oh hey, I'm back in again. There you go. <laughs> Yay! 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 Alrighty. Alright, guys. Have a good evening. Alright, that's. Later. God, this is going to be a real weird one to listen to, isn't it? Just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll catch you guys later. I'm gonna go cook something that's not Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Although, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is delicious and filling and nutritious. Wackity, schmackity, do. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything else. I, I ran out of all my macaroni and cheese jokes. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> noodle and cheese, and that's pretty much how you can do that. <laughs> it's the cheesiest. Ah, cheeses. Wait, did you say cheese?
I mean, we've pretty much covered the subject. <laughs> I'm feeling blue. Almost as blue as... Craft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> well, if you were, yeah. then surely you'd you be feeling You guys are quite crafty with these puns. <laughs> Damn it! Why didn't I come with that? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, the well, the well is dry. Well done. <laughs> All right, guys. I want my money back. I mean, we just certainly didn't pay much for him. Uh, no, he's free. I just declaring back. I just back, Aaron. I read the book that he wrote. That was like a textbook, and that was insane. And now he's not. <laughs> he's not insane. I don't know. Like, do you think he was like legit crazy and then got medication? I think that he was just financially motivated. Yeah, I suspect. But I suspect it was a job. I, I mean, I get that, but at some point, though, he changed. He like he stopped saying the things, and he was still getting the money. And like, what what I'm getting at is, even if it was financially motivated, the whole shtick, which I agree, it probably was part, at least partially financially motivated. Then what encouraged the change at all? Because, I mean, you I look know, at man. Alex Jones and he has not broken, man. That guy is... Maybe it's the power of Trump. <laughs> That's it. Trump has been sent to save us from people like Glenn Beck. By being so crazy that he <laughs> I'm changing my mind. He's circled yeah. back around. Yeah. He went so far off the crazy hole that he's just looped back around and is trying decency again. Man, like I, I don't know. Part of me hopes it was it was medication. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, because the shit that I, he was I want on things about to was be explained. I do. <laughs> I I do want things to be ex- explained. <laughs> All right. Well, let's reset here and talk about Luke Cage and try to bring some sanity back into your life, Aaron. Oh, fine. All right. Go into the horns. We already went into the horns. Yeah, horns are done. Oh, wait, I thought that was fake horns while I was doing my broken bit. No, no, that's no. all getting cut. Oh, but no, we actually had a discussion after... Damn it, all right. You know what? That might work, because I might be like... I might, like, skip ahead and, like, hear it and be like, Oh, this is a break. <laughs> I'll just, Second, I'll, I'll, we could have like a fake break in there. I'll put it at the end. I'll throw it behind the. Oh. Second All right. All right. Fine. All right. Let's go with part two. In <laughs> yeah. Hold on. In five, <sighs> four, three.